excited to be back. Back. We're because back. It's been two weeks. Yeah, it's weird. And I know you guys have gotten uh, two weeks worth of episodes, but since then, yeah, uh, we missed you. Yeah, we missed you. <laughs> It's weird when we go out of our normal routine of not recording every week. It's real weird. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, things, things had to be had. Things had to be had. Lots was had. Lots was had. Lots was did. <laughs> lots was done. Lots. Lots is to is, come. Lots, lots is to come. <laughs> Lots is to is. <laughs> Lot is ising. <laughs> ising is the thing now. We're ising right now. <laughs> There's oh so much God. ising. So much verbing. <laughs> Some nouning. Maybe a little bit of pronouns here and there. <laughs> verbing for sure. Oh, God. What's the other one? Adjecting. Adjecting. Adjectives. Adjectives. Wait, what is what is an adjective? <laughs> anyway, this Hold is on. not a grammar podcast. Oh, I feel real dumb right now. Girl, me too. I asked the question. Hey Siri, what is an adjective? <laughs> Oh, hold on, hold on. We'll look it up. If my sister listens to this one, she's gonna be like, "Cat, you're a dumbass." You know what? Everybody can fuck off because you know we haven't been in school in a really long time, and we don't really think about the things that we're doing. We just do them. We just we just heard them. Um, naming an attribute added to or grammatically, grammatically. <laughs> Related to a noun to modify or describe it. Oh, so it's oh, a like describing big. word. Like it's a it's it's big. Yes. We've done a lot of big ising. So like fabulous adjectives be, would be like appearance, attractive, bald, beautiful, chubby, clean, dazzling, <laughs> drab, elegant. I am chubby fancy. and dazzling. I am definitely a chubby and dazzling, but also elegant, fancy, flabby and glamorous. <laughs> Ambitious, yes. Brave, yes. Calm, delightful. I think I'm pretty. Yeah, you are you're de- absolutely delightful. You're definitely delightful. I'm. I'm. A, I'm delightful. Yes. I. I think you're definitely. De- you're definitely agreeable. <laughs> okay. Okay. This brings me. This brings me to um, uh, some adjectives that I do not want to be and okay. that I will no longer be. Okay. Um, because uh. Zach and I had this conversation one time where he was like, everybody likes you. I was like, yeah. And I'm thinking like, no, because nobody really knows who I am because, and he goes, well, I think you're neutral. And I was like, neutral. I don't think that that is um, as much of a nice thing to say as you think that that is. I was like, that means I'm digestible. Well, I mean, I don't want to be digestible. I don't think of you so much as like, a negative way of being neutral, I think you're kind of like Switzerland. And Switzerland's pretty great. From what I've heard. I've never been there. I mean... They make pretty good cheese. 
Amy went to Switzerland and, and sent me Marco Polo's of Switzerland. And it's and beautiful. Could, and the mountains, and you could hear the bells on the cows, and <gasps> like, and I want to hug a cow so bad, girl. I I was like, Amy <laughs> Amy travels the whole world, and she'll send me polos. That's uh, the most beautiful place I've ever I've ever seen seen through Marco Polo. Oh my gosh, we should yeah. just go. Bye. Um, no. neutral's well, not on this list of negative attributes. Though, well, that's by the good way. because neutral is not positive or negative. It's just neutral. <laughs> it's just it's great. But at least it's not like um everybody likes you because um you know nobody not everybody doesn't like me because I am like the life of the party or anything like that. But nobody dislikes me because. I'm not an asshole, at least. You're not an but, asshole. Um, but I don't want to be agreeable and digestible <laughs> to be in, in a people-pleasing way. Right, yeah. right. I don't so think you're a people-pleaser anymore. Oh, I'm such a people-pleaser. It's hard. Not anymore. You're coming out of that. I'm, I'm trying to come out of that. It's hard, though. It is hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Putting your foot down and saying no is hard. It is really hard. Sometimes I just, like, say No. Just so, so I can hear myself say it. Well, also, being a solar plexus emotional being, we have to go through our waves before we make a decision. This is true. I can't make a decision for shit. Yeah. We're not supposed to make them right away. We're supposed Did to you hear that? Did you Anybody hear that? Anybody ever gotten mad at me or, or frustrated or anything because I'm like, I don't know. It's because I have to sit there and think about it. Mm-hmm. I've always been like that, and I will always continue to be like that. Yeah. I don't same. make decisions on the fly unless it is an absolute emergency. Or, like, it's a definite yes. Like, if I feel like oh, an yeah. immediate yes, like, I know that it it's meant to be, then I just do it. Because, like, that's how I was with the event coming mm-hmm. up and, like, just random things. Like, the... <laughs> The Florence tickets. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, fuck yeah. There's no way in fuck I'm missing this shit. The only thing I did was look and see what day it was going to be on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, perfect. Zach's going to have daily that night. It's Tuesday night. Yes. yes. And you're off on Wednesdays. And I'm off on Wednesdays. Yeah. And I think I'm going to take that Wednesday I'm off, too. recover. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not. <laughs> My friend Alex was like. She goes, you should just take the next day off. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to get drunk. I was like, I don't really get drunk anymore. She's like. Angela, you're going to need time to recover from all the tears you're going to cry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. You should just stay the night over here and okay. then just like, we'll just recover that day until <laughs> until I have to go get Haley We do school. a whole podcast episode about the Florence <gasps> and the Machine. That would be awesome. Guys, we're going to see Florence and the we're Machine. We're going to see Florence and the Machine in September. And I'm going to die from t- crying because it's like a dream. I'm going to die from crying too. It's a dream come it's true. A dream come true. I am allowing myself and that is also another thing that I'm really proud of myself now. Um I am allowing myself to do things that I want to do without feeling guilty and feeling like I have to save money about all the spending time the money and on like it. and um that I'm not worthy of spending that amount of money to go see somebody that I have always li- I've been listening to Florence and the Machine since they came out. I know, same. Uh. And so I remember listening to them in, at the earliest 2010. Yeah. Um, but that's when her B-side album came out. And so I've been listening to them mm-hmm. since, their fir- since their first album came since out. Since Lungs came out. Yes. Yeah, me too. And just obsessing. That was That's the best album. I started listening to her 
or let them. Um, I always just say her because I don't know. If... I think I'm pretty sure that it's a band. I just don't. Yeah. We just don't see anything from the band. I think yeah. she's just. She's she has just like so... a backup band, and so that's the end of the machine part. Yeah. But she's Florence. But I've been listening to them since I broke up with my first major boyfriend. Like we had lived together for four years, and. I was out on my own for the first time, and I was just, like, really heavily listening to her, or to them, and Ellie Goulding. Oh, yeah. And, um, who else? I was listening to them and, like, two rock bands at the same time. Like, I go through, like, phases where all I, all I listen to is just, like, certain music, uh-huh. especially, like, so through really important parts of my life. But Florence has been with me ever since, and I said at the beginning of this year, before... Wait, she was releasing music a couple mm-hmm. months ago, and I was like, look, she's going to fucking come to town, and I'm going no matter what. And you said, so then you found Epica. Yes. And I was like, oh, fuck yes, Epica, you found Epica, that's amazing. Yes. And then um, I was like, that's right up your alley. And, and I uh, love Epica. I would love to see them. And then they're performing at the Ryman. I know, I want to go we to Ryman go, so bad. But, and I haven't been to the Ryman to a show in the Ryman since 2013 when I saw Regina Spector. Hands down, best concert I've ever been to. <laughs> Florence, top that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, and but their tickets are they're just a little expensive. Well, they're just a little too more too much expensive for a band that's like not as important to me. Yeah. as Florence, and I had a feeling like I just I knew because she had put out tour dates for the UK mm-hmm. and for Europe and stuff, she was be coming and here. I was like, okay. She has to be coming to America. And then last week, she announced the dates. And I was like, guess what? We're going. We're going. And we got tickets. Yay. And we're in row V for vagina, not B as in boy. Because I called my husband, or he called me or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I got the tickets, da-da-da. And um, he was like, what row are you in? And I was like, we're in, we're in section... 102 row V. And he goes, B as in boy? That's close. And I said, no, no. V as in vagina. And he's like, well, that's still good, though. Yeah, we're not going to be on the lawn, so. But it's like a sin amphitheater. It's yeah. like a badass venue. Yeah. I haven't been to a show there. You haven't? Yeah. I'm the not- last time I was at was Bridgestone, and that was, um, um, I always fucking forget their name. And they're like one of the most popular bands in the whole entire fucking world. Blah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was a blind melon. I thought you were about to see Blackstone Cherry. I was like, oh yeah? That's who I saw last night. Oh, oh my God. God, guys. I went to a concert for the first time since before the pandemic. And it felt... So good. It was cold as shit. It was outside, though. Last night was cold. It's been cold here in Nashville. Jeez, man. (laughs) They even told us that they were thinking it was going to snow, and we're like, what? It did snow a little bit uh, yesterday morning. What? Yeah. Gross. I I talked to... I was at school doing uh, PTA stuff, and I ran into Haley's teacher, and she said she ran outside to catch snowflakes so the kids could see it all. She's the best. I love her. That's so sweet. I love her too. Like she's gonna get from afar. <laughs> she's gonna get an awesome end of year present. Do they? Oh, I, I was gonna say, do they do her, reviews but... of teachers now? <laughs> well, they, I guess they do do review, but I can't write a review for her, like on Yelp. <laughs> 
Yelp, but for teachers. Oh, I mean, that's kind of cool, though. No. Can you imagine? No. I mean... That would be like, what's that app that, um... Nextdoor? No. It, there's like a app or a website where people would, um, seek, can secretly say things about you. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it. I don't know the name. I can't remember the name of it. (laughs) Which sounds like, you know, people could write nice things about you, but also... People write some shitty shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Some mean stuff. And that's just like... What you think about me is none of my goddamn business. That's exactly... Okay. Rachel Hollis said that stuff. And it's... She, um, in her book, uh, Girl, Wash Your Face. And that was one of the biggest things Mm -hmm. that, like, hit me the hardest was, like... It is none of your... I don't know. I'm probably not saying it. But it's like... I'm probably not saying it correctly. My mind is going way faster than my mouth right now. (laughs) But she said, like, it's none of your business what other people think of you. It's true. And she also said, if your friends make you feel like crap, then you shouldn't be friends with them anymore. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Bye. And that's when I got rid of all my crappy friends. By the way, there's a party going on across the street. Yeah. If you hear music in the background, <laughs> it's not spirit. It's the neighbors. <laughs> we're not at my house either. We're at Cat. Yeah. We're at, we're hanging out on the bed. On the in bed. In the bedroom. In the bedroom. But <laughs> Angela came in. Haley's like, when is Angel going to get here? When is Angel going to get here? Is she coming yet? And so finally Angela shows up and, um... It just wasn't soon enough for Haley, apparently. And she, I'm just like, I, I don't, I hug her and I say hello. And then that's about it. Because Haley bulldozes every conversation that could have ever been. It's just amazing how much she talks and what all she has to talk about. She has a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Telling you she is her Aunt Sherry reincarnated. I mean. Spirit already said she is Sherry reincarnated. Oh, Sherry. That's all I know. Oh, Sherry. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Is that the word? I think so. Is it okay. hold on? I don't know. Siri, play Sh- oh, Sherry back. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also one by Prince, too, about Sherry. About Sherry? I think so. I don't know. I think so. I didn't listen to Prince a lot. Me either, but I've heard it on the radio. I do have, um, I do have When Doves Cry on my massage playlist, except it's from Sarah Giraz. It's not actually, uh, his, his original. It's her cover. And I I think it's, oh, maybe I'm making shit up. Whatever, I don't know. I know, um... Raspberry Beret. Raspberry Beret. Oh, um. Fuck. It was in my head and then it was gone. Oh, when I think of When Doves Cry, I think of Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. And what's her face? Claire Danes? That would be for Claire Danes. Oh, I love that movie. I had a crush on Claire Danes. I love that movie. I love Leonardo DiCaprio, and not just because he's yeah. cute, because I just love him. He's a really great actor. And he can do a lot of different things. Yeah. He is not a one-trick pony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I've never heard that. 
A one-trick pony? I've never heard the term no. one-trick pony. No. Guys. It just makes me think, okay, you know what you <laughs> You know what came up into my brain when you said that? What? I pictured Leonardo DiCaprio on a pony. <laughs> but, like, him, his head being the pony head, but then the rest of it being a pony. But also, like, a unicorn horn coming from his forehead. <laughs> You're welcome. And he's juggling because it's the only thing he can do. <laughs> So he's essentially a centaur. (laughs) (laughs) We have not smoked weed tonight. Oh my god, it sounds like we have. Oh my god. Welcome to the Southern Witches Podcast. Hopefully this is not your first episode. Oh my god, if it is, just just keep going. Just keep yeah, just just it's fine. It's fine. Oh my god. Anyway. Uh we need somebody Jamie! Jamie! We need a sticker. We need a sticker. Or a pen. Or a pen. That you can put on like your Oh my we, god. We need this sticker by September. <laughs> Speaking of September. Speaking of September, this is the last week, guys. The last week that you can sign up for the retreat. Yes, we have two slots left. Mm-hmm. As of now. As of now. But it sounds like that might be the case until next week. So so we'll see. But yeah, if you're interested in the retreat, again, you can send us an email to... What's our email? Oh. The Southern Witches Pod at gmail.com. You remembered it. I did. Um, yeah, and just let us know that you're interested, and then we will have, we'll be sending out the details on, um, the next couple weeks, and, um, payment plans will be available, um, but yeah, and again, if you haven't heard that far back, I can't remember which episode we started talking about it on, but we'll kind of... I think it was 22. 22? Was it 22? it was probably about a month ago, so that makes sense. Wait. What episode is this? Is this, this is 27. Shit. Yeah. Y'all, we've been doing this for like half a year. We've been doing this for 27 weeks. Mm-hmm. Well. Not completely 27. Mm, probably like more than we that. We skipped but like, a couple. Probably more like 31. 30 yeah. 30 or 31 mm-hmm. weeks. But um, we have 27 weeks worth of episodes. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty fucking fabulous, man. Yeah. Because um, the, well, from what Zach said, the um, average, like, person who starts a podcast doesn't go past episode seven. Really? Yeah. Because it's, you've got to be consistent. You do have to be consistent. And besides my kid, mm-hmm. I've never been more consistent about anything well, and it's funny, too, because it's kind of like a ritual now at this it point. It is a ritual. It's our weekly mm-hmm. joint ritual. Mm-hmm. And even though we're absolutely ridiculous 50% of the time, the rest of it's pretty cool. <laughs> I would say that our ridiculousness is pretty cool, too. Oh, no. I think everybody loves us for it. They love our quirkies. Our yeah. quirky. Our quirkies. Our no, quirkies. my dog growing up, his name was Quirky, and he was pretty quirky. <laughs> To see how I like struggled with that word. 
<laughs> so like Great. you had to like catch the word. I know. It was like I don't you know like, what's happening happening. You're tired. I'm not that tired. That is what is happening. No, I'm just a little drained. I realized I came to a deeper conclusion this week. So my friend Alex, she works with me. She's my my work bestie. Um she came up to work from my house for um, for a week. She just wanted to get away for a couple of yeah. days and spend some I time think it's together. perfect to be able to do that, like, when you want to get away. Yeah. Because she's got a kid and a husband, so, mm-hmm. like... She I, two I, kids I, and a husband. Okay, well, then I, I, I sympathize with that. Yeah. And so, um, and he was, like, he actually offered it to her and was like, hey, you know, if you ever wanted to, I'm sure Kristen, would, our boss, wouldn't mind, you know, if, um... You work, because, like, we're really hard workers, mm-hmm. like, we've proved that, and we can work from home, and all that stuff, and so, she came up, and she's definitely soul fam, and I love her to death, um, she's also a sacral being, has a defined sacral, she's a manifesting generator, and I'm a manifester, and so I don't have a defined, I don't know why I touched my boob then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just was talking, <laughs> and then I just went, boop, um, but yours to do whatever with. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I can do whatever I want with them. Um, but she's a manifesting generator, and so she has a sacral part of her, and I don't. I have an open sacral. So, being a manifester, we tend to think that we have a lot more energy than we actually do. Mm-hmm. And so she was there from Saturday to Thursday. And I love her and I wish I could be with her all the time. But also I'm not used to having a sacral being living in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different when my sister was there because my sister's a generator. But my sister is also a Taurus <laughs> with a Virgo moon. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. very grounded within her energy. My mom is a generator as well. And she's very um, not. <laughs> so it's a little different when my mom's there. But she's, that's like the longest somebody has stayed at my house, I guess. Anyway, all that to be said, like, as soon as she left, it was like everything hit me. And I was like, oh, wow, I actually don't have as much energy as I thought I did. I'm tired. And I was very tired. And then oh, we went to I a concert. We went to a concert last night and I slept until like 10, 30, 11 o'clock today. And that is rare for me. Yeah. Again, well, we didn't go to bed till like 1230, but. Still. Girl. Anyway. So I'm I'm not like tired, tired, but I'm not like energized either. I went to bed at almost four and woke up at ten. <laughs> I'm tired. Six I hours. I am tired. I wonder, because I think that like manifesting generators and generators actually don't need as much sleep. As the others do. Do you feel like that's true for you? You probably shouldn't tell me that because I'll take that and run with it. Um, I mean, you still need to rest. I need to rest. You know, I, you know what I really like doing is, um, getting about six hours of sleep and then taking a nap. Mm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like, I like a nap where it can be dark and quiet it's so funny because I like taking a nap when it's, like, daylight outside. And I can actually feel that it's daylight. Mm-hmm. Like, in the bedroom or, um, actually, I rarely take naps in the bedroom, but I'll take naps on the couch. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do that on my lunch break if I'm really tired. Or, um, 
But it's nice because then I don't, I'm not completely shocked when I wake up. I'm like, what time of the day is it? Did I sleep through my... Oh, that happens to me. Except it's it's like my favorite thing when I go to sleep and it's daylight out. But I sleep long enough to where when I wake up, it's, it's night. dark. And oh, I'm God, like, that freaks me out. Wait. <laughs> what time is it? And what day is so it? so many times. Is it morning time? Is Haley? Where's Haley? <laughs> and then Haley's like in the living room watching cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but then I'm like oh sweet I can go to bed later yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's why I don't like sleeping when it's like taking a nap when it's dark out oh my god cause then I'm like so discombobulated oh my god so Alex and I went into the salt barn or whatever we went to the start mm-hmm. cave and she's never done something like that before. I've done it a couple of times. And, you know, she doesn't... I don't really meditate that much anymore, especially, like, laying down and meditating. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's nice to do, and I kind of did that in the salt barn. And we were in there with two other people, so we didn't talk the whole time. And so we both ended up, like, passing the fuck out. And then <laughs> the lady that runs the thing, like, turned on the lights, like, very slowly. It wasn't, like, dramatic, and, like, there was nothing, like, that woke us up. But it was just, like, the recollection of, like, the lights coming uh-huh. on. Our souls came back to our bodies so quickly that we were both, like, <gasps> and then we looked at each other, and we just started laughing. <laughs> it was like, we're like, where are we? Oh, my God. It's like your souls were like, oh shit, we gotta go, we gotta go, we got caught, we're in trouble now. We got caught. Um, also, if you guys have watched the Life After Death with Tyler Hunt, um, I've watched all the episodes and, uh, at one point he was like, um, with this guy that's like a music producer or whatever and the music producer's like... Um, anyway, he's a psychic medium, so he, I, I guess I should explain what he does. He, like, channels, you know, dead people and, like, mm-hmm. gives messages to people. And, um, the guy was like, what kind of music does he like? He's like, oh, you know, like, all spiritual people. I like, uh, dolphin farts and wind imagine? I can't do the dolphin sounds. Good as I used to be able to. I've never been able to do dolphin, so I'm impressed that you were. Able... <laughs> <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> your eyes were so wide, and you're like. Ee! Ee! <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my god! I don't know why I can't do it as well as I used to. Maybe it's because of COVID. And, yeah, and like. The death cold and COVID. Yeah. It kind of killed my lungs a little bit. Probably a little bit. <laughs> Not anything else. Probably a little bit. <laughs> I mean, probably just that. Oh, God. Did you want to give everybody a little bit of an update? Yeah. So, you know, uh, since the last episode, I have come out of the closet to my family. And, um... I, uh, I told my mom and, uh, I mean, she gave me the biggest hug. I, I tower over this woman. She's so little. She's very little. Little. 
And I felt like I was eight years old again. She just enveloped me. And I really needed that. That was very healing. And I feel so much closer to her now. Um, we don't have the type of relationship. Like some some people have the relationship where they talk to their parents every single day. Oh my God. Calissa and I were just talking about this. I don't have that. And I've, I've never had that. But that doesn't mean that we're, you know, not obviously. That doesn't mean you're not connected. Right. Uh, and so, um, but I feel so much more connected to her. And, um, it was just, it was so nice, you know, of, of course she was kind of shocked and, um, she wasn't so shocked that Zach and I are divorcing and nobody really is because that's just kind of like sometimes how it goes. Mm -hmm. And, um, that doesn't mean that they weren't, you know, bummed or sad or anything, but they're supportive. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, uh, mom, mom just, you know, obviously wanted us to be happy and she's like I still love Zach I was like I love Zach too like yeah he's he, he we're still family mm -hmm. it just looks different and right. you know we talked about her and dad divorcing and um and so of course she understood mm -hmm. and so um you know and 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 me being gay was received as it should have been you know so mm -hmm. um I, I feel I feel like I can breathe, and I know not everybody gets that privilege. Mm -hmm. I have a very special family. Yeah, and not everybody gets that privilege, and so I feel very privileged and very thankful. And um, yeah, so there we go. Yeah, Haley is fine. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we're, we're sitting with her through all the emotions. I even asked her the other day, I said, how do you feel? How are you feeling since the news of daddy and I? And, um, she goes, well, I have, I've only cried once. And I was like, well, that doesn't mean that you're not feeling things. And mm -hmm. like, you, you, if you need to feel them, then feel, feel them. If you don't, fine. Right. Just don't repress your feelings. Yeah. Don't, don't stuff them down. And, um, she has to know that it's okay to talk about them too. Yeah. And, and we, and she talks about it, but you know, she went to the, the day after we told Haley, um, oh, oh, for one, one, that was the hardest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. Like that was gut wrenching. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and she, she didn't quite understand that we were still going to be there for her. But it just was going to look different. Because she goes, well, who's going to take care of me? Mm. Oh, my God. I just, like, that broke me. But, you know, then she realized we're still here. We're still here for you. Things are just going to look different. And I even told her, I was like, girl, we're looking for, a, I'm looking for a cat. And she was like, fuck your cat. <laughs> this is not the time, the place woman. Um, but uh, once, she, once she realized that she was going to have her own room and her own bathroom attached to that room. <laughs> at Zach's house. At Zach's house. And she didn't have to share a bathroom with daddy. Oh my God. She was like. Perfect. She's Great. like, actually, this is the best case scenario for best me. Best case scenario. Best case scenario. And it's got, it's a townhouse. It's got stairs. and Which she wanted stairs. She's wanted house. She's been like, when we move out of this house, can we get stairs? I'm like, 
you just don't know. <laughs> you don't really want stairs. You don't. <laughs> and 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 you don't know. You don't want to know what comes with having the stairs. Like, right. why are you getting stairs and you're not in this other house? It's because we're breaking up. Um, but um, <laughs> you know that was really hard. But she she turned like as soon as she realized that the tears were gone and she was just she was fine but that doesn't mean we understand that that doesn't mean that she is going to stay okay you know kids go up and down Mm -hmm. just like adults do and I'm thankful for the ups because it makes the downs easier and it makes things easier to navigate and um she's going to process through play Mm-hmm. She's gonna process through talking it out sometimes, but mostly through play. So, um, yeah, she's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm working on the refinancing for the house, and uh, we just got a new roof today. And Ooh. I, I did. I got a new roof today, and I'm really excited <laughs> about it. Um. So yeah, that is uh, that's what's going on now. Hell yeah! And Zach listened to the episode and gave me a big hug afterwards. I'm so proud of you. Aww. And that's so nice. Yay! Yay! Making making waves. Making waves, and I just feel feel very thankful. And I know, um, you know, some some people have questions like, "How did you not know?" before well when you grow up in a place where heterosexuality is the norm um and you were taught that being gay is not acceptable and it's a sin and i was very religious growing up um sometimes you learn to ignore those feelings Mm -hmm. and we were talking when I, when uh, I was over at your house, we were talking about um, uh, Fantasia, and I was like, oh, I had like a light bulb moment. I was like, man, I had a lot of gay moments in that with, <laughs> with Fantasia, like the the naked centaurs and yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. I would um, watch that a lot. <laughs> and um, and uh, things I did with Barbie dolls. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but um you know, they're they're looking back there are signs that I had feelings and thoughts, but especially someone like me um who is like an Enneagram 9, we stuff it down and stuff it down and stuff it down and we people please and then we forget ourselves. Mhm. So I forgot myself. Yeah. And but now you found her. But now I have found her, and um, you know, it's when you look back and you think it's not very surprising. <laughs> but compulsory heterosexuality is a thing. Being a late blooming lesbian or gay person um, is a thing, and so here I am. I just think also too, like as we get older, we just don't. Like, I realized, like, a lot of people, um, I've known a lot of people that came out in their older age after they had families and children and stuff like yeah. that. 
Um, at and, one point, enough is enough, and you can't take it in. You can't hide yourself anymore. Right. Or it's just to the point where you're like, I don't give a fuck what anybody mm-hmm. fucking thinks of me. I'm going to be my true mm-hmm. self and live within my authenticity and my truth. And everybody can fuck off. Yeah. And, like, you know, of course, it's still going to affect the people that are surrounding you in some kind of way. But they're going to love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so the ones that don't, fuck them. Like my daddy used to say. Yeah. <laughs> He loved the Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss quote. Those who matter won't mind, and those who mind don't, don't matter. matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I am. Yeah. That's where I am now. Good. Yeah. I can feel a little bit more calmness within you now. Now that everything's just, like... Oh, yeah. 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 Out in the open, and there's no, like stuffing it down anymore yeah because even when you had come forward and like told zach and stuff like that i remember like some days it was harder than others and it still will be i'm sure oh my god yeah but i do feel like you've like there's like this big weight there's a big weight off my off my chest and i was telling my mom she because she said you know you're gonna have days where you doubt yourself and you're gonna feel crazy Mm -hmm. and you're gonna feel like you cannot trust yourself Mm mm-hmm and I said, Mom, I've already had those. I've had days where, funny enough, I was in my closet and I all of a sudden had this wave of, what the fuck am I doing with my life? How could I do this? And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I got I to gotta get out of the closet. <laughs> One day, I walked into my closet to put some clothes up, and I went, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, like, I just saw an an atom bomb go off in my head. Boom. Boom. Oh, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then, and then I, I'm like, well, that was... That was kind of crazy. I gotta pull myself together. Yeah. And then go about my day. So. And that Sometimes was after I came out. And like all yeah. this stuff. Just like, what the fuck is going on? What am I doing with myself? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and then you, you lean into that moment. And then you go about your day. That's one thing that like, I've been trying to integrate lately is, and I think we've probably talked about this before, but. Maybe not in the same context, but, like, sometimes you just gotta, like, feel it all and not try to fix it. And that's the thing is, like, we want to try to fix our feelings so badly that, like, why the fuck am I feeling this? Or, like, why is this happening? Or, like, you know, we have all these, like, mental things that happen when we're going through Mm -hmm. contraction or when we're feeling things Mm -hmm. because we think we should be farther along than we are. We think that we should have all the answers or... You know, when we're on this journey and we're going through all of this growth, we think that it should be all rainbows and puppies and kittens and unicorns with fucking, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever. (laughs) But, like, that's just not how it is all the time. And so I know, and I don't know if this is a Gemini thing or if it's a Virgo thing or if it's just being a human thing, which is probably just being a human thing, but I like to try to intellectualize you know, the older me anyway, I'm just getting to the point now where I'm like, okay, I'm allowed to feel this fucking feeling, whether it's anger 
whether mm-hmm. it's sadness, whether it's happiness, whether it's joy, whether it's like just unsureness, like all of these things, I'm allowed to feel them. I don't have to have a reason why. Yeah. Like, I mean, and if I were no, like the reason why will come to me. Like, and if it doesn't, if I'm just supposed to be in this moment, it's totally fine. But I feel like a lot of society or conditioning or programming or whatever the fuck tells us that we need to know exactly why we're feeling everything mm-hmm. all the time in order to fix it because we're not supposed to be feeling these things. But that's the thing is like when you are feeling them, they go, they come and go quicker. Yeah, they come and go within like 90 seconds. Yeah. And it's that's crazy. And it's holding on to it and trying to figure out what it is actually is like more detrimental than like just allowing it to be. Because you're, you're trying to control something that you can't control. Exactly. And so if you hold on to something you can't control longer, then you're going to burn yourself. Right. And we're not supposed to control our feelings. I got the mental image of of playing hot potato. Yeah. With an actual hot potato. Yeah. And in the foil and like you're supposed to pass it along. Like get this off of me. I don't want it. Right. But if you hit hold on to it, you're gonna fucking burn yourself. Exactly. And it's gonna be really uncomfortable and don't, it's gonna hurt. Don't, don't hold the hot potato. Don't hold your hot potato feelings. <laughs> Just let them be. Um, speaking of Fantasia, I had an interesting situation come up. So when Alex was here, we were, I don't even know how we started talking about Fantasia, but we went out to dinner and then with some friends, we were talking about Fantasia and then we went shopping the next day and we went to like a vintage store downtown or not downtown, but over by the Opry (laughs) and two different ones, two different vintage shorts next to each other. One had a Fantasia record. Another one had Fantasia art. So we were like, okay, we keep seeing all this Fantasia stuff, so we need to watch Fantasia. How much was the record? I don't remember. I should have gotten it. Because I'm going to set my record player back up whenever Zach moves out. Um, Moves all his gaming shit out. We need to go up there because I think he would really love it anyway. We should go. I, I can't remember the name of both of them, but they're like literally right next to each mm-hmm. other, next to a cat lounge mm-hmm. <laughs> with kitties. We're going to spend the whole day. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, you know I'm down. So we were like, okay, obviously we're, we're supposed to watch Fantasia. And guys, I haven't watched Fantasia since I was a kid because it absolutely terrified me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even like the end of it and like all the stuff that's supposed to be really scary mm-hmm. that scared me. The only part that I remembered was um when Mickey I guess content well not content warning, but like spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you've never <laughs> seen Fantasia <laughs> Where have you been? If you've never seen any Mickey video ever right. that has to do with being a wizard. Right. Which is this whole premise of like Disney, like yeah. Mickey's the wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he ends up like enchanting a broom to do the work for him. And then he passes out and the broom has completely overflowed this like well of water. And then he tries to break the broom and the breaks, the broom splits into a bunch of different brooms and they continue on with the mission. 
And he's like, and it's like a flood, basically. Mm-hmm. That part scared the living fucking shit out of me when I was a kid. And I don't know why. But I, I don't know, maybe it was a mixture of all the music mm-hmm. and like, so. It always made me feel a little uncomfortable. Anxious. Yeah. yeah. A little anxious. And the, so that's literally the only part I remembered. I mean, as we were watching, I was like, oh, I do remember this. Oh, I do remember that. And it, I felt something so different, like watching it now, because like, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a composer because it was so cool, especially mm-hmm. when I was in orchestra. I was like, because that's literally the magician of the music. And music is so, like, inner. Ugh. Where do I even start with how I feel about music? I mean, I don't even need to, like, start because I think we all know it. But music has such a big part of my magical practice. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I create music. I just use music because... Certain songs make me feel certain things. And so, and when I feel certain things within me, I'm able to manifest. I'm able to bring forward that energy and use it for whatever I need to use it for. So, it was just a very different outlook on something that used to fucking scare me. But when we got to that part, like, I felt like I healed a lot. And then it was crazy because I dreamed about a pool overflowing that night. And I woke up the next morning I was like really really that's what we're dreaming about but I just feel like I healed some inner child version of me by watching it again as an adult and I don't think I'm scared of it anymore (laughs) but it was it's just so beautiful and like it's obviously meant to be visually stimulating but the music is just so beautiful and it was just a different experience from what I remembered. Yeah. And so it really brought forward a lot of awareness of like, it doesn't even have to be an inner child thing. It can just be like something that has scared you in the past. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we remember things a lot different. We have different perceptions of things and then what they really are. And so sometimes it's nice to not saying if it, if it's something triggering that you need to go back and re look at it but if it's something from your childhood like as simple as a movie sometimes you can bring just healing to yourself by rewatching it and finding yeah, a new yeah you're like, sitting there with your inner child going hey this isn't so bad yeah basically yeah I mean it's not like I sat there and was like okay little child like come let's re-traumatize you right and but it was just like it almost felt like she was sitting there with us mm-hmm. and watching it and didn't feel the same way about it and was like, oh, wow, I can actually see it from a different perspective. But also, like, when you're so little, like, you don't have all the knowledge you have as an adult. Do you know what used to scare me when I was a kid? What? In Sesame Street, if the puppets had teeth. <laughs> or when they made angry faces, like, Bert would make angry eyebrows and I'd be like, oh, no! oh my God, really? Yeah. I mean, we all have our thing. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I mean, that would be kind of terrifying because they're puppy. Yeah. Yep, yes. Um, But, huh. I mean, we all have our thing. And yeah, something. it was just very interesting to come to that, like, knowledge. My neighbor just texted me and was like, can they please turn off the music? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Nope. What time is it? 
Oh, see, our neighbors, like, if they do stuff like that, they're usually pretty good about turning off at, like, 11. Yeah, they'll probably turn off at 11. I mean, they're usually quiet neighbors, so I don't think that they'll... A bunch of people are partying tonight. What's going on? Is there a significant day? What's today? Nothing. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, today is the 9th, the 10th, the 9th. The, the ninth. The, 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 the ninth. Yeah. I mean, next weekend is like Easter and the full moon. <laughs> full moon market. Look, I'm so excited about the full moon market. <clears throat> Me too. So, lastly, this is the last time we'll be saying this because next weekend it'll. Well, actually, next weekend we'll be at the full moon market and we're going to. We're going to be recording it, like, yeah. conversations with people. Yeah, we're like, not. Who they are, right? Yeah, we're going to be talking to ever, all the vendors that are going to be involved and um, just doing, like, cute little interviews. Cute. Like, quick little interviews, mm-hmm. but cute, too. They may be cute. <laughs> they may be cute. But I think it'd be cool just to, like, kind of get everybody involved and um, see, you know, kind of ask them questions about, like, mm-hmm. you know. How do they get here? Like, what are their goals? Like, it's a full moon. So, like, what are you releasing in order to manifest your your desires and your business? And also, like, your witchiness and stuff like that. So, I think it'd I be love cool. it. I can't wait. I'm can't so excited. Wait. We've never done anything like this before. And the closest we've done was Jamie's Halloween party. Yeah, but also like we're perfor- like we did tarot together. Yeah, but this time we're gonna be doing stuff separate. And it's like like we're doing this as legit professionals. I know. Dude. And they're asking us to come in early and like cleanse the space and set the intention. And we're like, oh my god, like we're like the witches. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm so excited. So, I'm honored to be included in something like this. Me too. And I think it's also going to give us a great opportunity to connect with like-minded people mm-hmm. from all over the state. Because like we're not, like we're coming from Laverne. I know that Danielle's coming from Clarksville. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of them live in Dixon, which is where the event is. Um, but then a couple of the people are just coming from like other places in Tennessee. So I think it'd be great to just connect with other like people that... Not, don't necessarily do the same things that we do, but they have like the same kind of goals and they're wanting to learn more about what we have to provide and we're wanting to do the same and yeah. see like what they can, you know, they're all doing, they all make stuff like candles and herbal goods and I'm I'm going to, I'm going to spend so much money. I told Hannah, <laughs> I so was like, um, I'll be surprised if I come home with any money from the event. <laughs> All the money I make is probably uh-huh. gonna come back. I don't care, if but I that's make totally money. fine. Hey, if it breaks me even, great. Right, exactly. Great. I'm like, that's totally fine. Because, <laughs> but it's gonna be awesome. There's money's gonna go right back to the right. Well, there's gonna be a drum circle, and I'm up. I'm so excited about that. Like, I've never done a drum circle. I've never done like an actual well, drum circle, but I've, I've seen them mm-hmm. on like YouTube, and um, I have a feeling it's just gonna be really cool. And then they have, um, it's at Moon Draped in Dixon. Um, so maybe we'll post, I'll put the um, address in the show notes for this week since yeah. it's so close. Yeah. Um, so if you're nearby. Yeah. If you're near Dixon. Yeah. It's about, it's going to be about an hour from us here in Laverne, but I would say it's probably 
I don't know, maybe 30, 45 minutes from Nashville. Yeah, it's about that. Yeah, so. And if it's downtown, I don't know where exactly it's going to, where exactly Moondrift is, but Mm -hmm. if it's in downtown Dixon, uh, downtown is pretty cute, and Dixon is a really pretty town. Yeah. Um, It's pretty rural. Yeah. Uh, It's like the nature's gorgeous out there. Oh, that's exciting. It is. Yeah, so um, we will be there from 2 to, I always want to say 6, 2 to 8 next Saturday, or this Saturday, the 16th, in just like five days' time. So um, come on out. I'll be doing tarot readings for $30. They'll be 30-minute readings. So it's going to be a little bit, this will be shorter than if you got like a full reading from me, but um, I want to try to get in as many people as possible. And I'll be doing, I don't, I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do, um, but I think that the the Reiki slash body work will be um, probably 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I'm not quite sure what I'm going to charge for that yet. Yeah. Probably, probably around like the $50 range. Yeah. 55, something like that. There you so, go. Yeah. Heck yeah. Get your money, honey. <laughs> yeah, and then there will be other people that have um, handles and, like, one guy, he does glass, like, sculptures and Does he do, do, like, glass-blown stuff? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think so, from what his pictures look like on his Instagram. And then there's people that make, like, apparel and uh, candles and... Danielle from Herbaceous Goods will be there. I'm excited to meet I'm her in person. I'm excited about meeting her. I know. And um, I'm really, I love Hannah. Like, we haven't met in person either, mm-hmm. but we talk all the time. And she just seems so sweet. So I'm excited That's to meet awesome. everybody. And then everybody yeah. else I'm excited to meet, too. Yeah. And there will be aura photography there. and Fuck yeah. Yeah. So it'll be cool. It'll be a Dude. good freaking time. So if you can come out and make it, come see us in person. If you're in the Nashville area or anywhere in Tennessee, if you can make it, come on out. We're going to be there. It's going to be a blast. It will be a blast. And it's at this moon draped place is like an espresso bar and they have desserts <gasps> yeah. and like all types of desserts, like cakes and all types of yummy stuff. So, so good. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be such a fun full moon. And this is what, okay, this was what comes back to like manifesting, like manifesting a community mm-hmm. and like being in touch with people that are on the same wavelength and wanted to be like successful together, but also separately, but also supporting one mm-hmm. another. And like, I feel like this is what we've kind of been like asking for without really asking for it. Like, I know I've been manifesting this. Like, I'm like, I want to meet as many people here as possible that I can like, I'm an opportunist. Like, that's a part of my human design is I want to connect people and I want to connect Mm -hmm. people. And I want to, like, create a community that we can all support each other in every single way. And just because we're doing different things doesn't mean that we can't help each other along the way. And I think that's really cool and beautiful. Yeah. So I'm excited. Creating community. Yeah. Creating community. Yeah. And then, you know, and I just... I don't know. Since I am an opportunist, I guess I just find a lot of opportunity in other people. And then I'm like, you guys should meet. You guys should be friends. You guys should know. I know. I was telling, I was telling her earlier, I was like, you do all the little, like the, the meeting, the meeting of the people and the networking and like 
you just you just talk you seem like you talk to everybody mm-hmm. and uh me i'm over here i'm just like oh cool they seem like a cool person are they are they okay <laughs> angela have you talked to them yet yeah because i mean i don't know what to say to them i don't know what to say to them <laughs> maybe that's my manifestorness maybe that's my opportunist i don't know it's just a lot of I'm really good at um, connecting people, I think. Yeah, I think you are. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Do you want to do the... Astrologist? Yeah. Can we take a quick break really quick? Yeah, that's just fine. Just a little break. Okay, hold on. Oh, please. Okay, we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Um. Yeah, the astrologicals of the week ahead. We've got Saturn and Aquarius squaring Age of Aquarius squaring North Node and Taurus <laughs> North, North Node and Taurus We're not going to sing the whole thing. Sorry, guys. Um, okay. So, Tuesday the 12th, Moon moves into Virgo. Jupiter and Pisces conjuncts New... Newton. <laughs> Neptune. Newton. I said Newton. Newton. Neptune and Pisces. The Sun and Aries. Sextiles. Saturn and Aquarius. Saturn and Aquarius. Lots of things happening with you this week. Thursday, the 14th. Oh, so there was nothing going on on Wednesday, by the way. Um, Thursday, the moon moves into Libra. And Mars moves into Pisces. Ooh. So it's been in Aquarius, I guess. Which means that it's one sign closer to... What's your Mars in? I think it's in Pisces. Really? No, no, no. I think it's in Sagittarius. Hold on, let me check. Yeah. I think it's in Sagittarius. And Mars does not really like being in Pisces. Probably not. Because it's so different from Aries. <laughs> My yeah. Um, yeah, my Mars is in Sagittarius. My Mars is in Aries, so it's one step closer to being in its home. Cool. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but what does it mean? So Mars is the um planet of like aggression and like getting shit done. Like yeah. so Mars is ruled by Aries. Uh-huh. So Aries is very Mars energy. Yeah. So, like, that fiery, like, starter, like, yeah, with a nice big grunt and growl <laughs> and, like, Jesus. raspy voice. Fuck yeah. We're the baby of the Zoda cat. Zoda cat. cat. <laughs> We're the baby of the Doja cat. <laughs> Maybe she does have a baby that's the Aries. Um... Did I just channel something? Um, so, yeah. Friday the 15th, absolutely nothing. Saturday the 16th, the full moon is in Libra. Hence, hello, our event, the full moon market. It'll be So, I think I talked about this last full moon, but I want to say it again because it kind of weirds me out. Because normally, the full moon is a full moon for three days. Mm-hmm. Or you can tap into that energy for three three mm-hmm. days, but it's it's fullest at one fifty five p.m. Central Time 
on Saturday the 16th for us. Then the moon moves into Scorpio at 7.22 central time that evening. So it's almost like something has shifted. And I don't know if this has something to do with an earth shift or timelines or maybe it's just something. But I always remember that like the full moon, you being able to celebrate it the day of, the day before, and the Mm -hmm. day after. But with this energy, it's almost like we can't even do it because like we could celebrate quote unquote the full moon at 722, but now it's in Scorpio. So it's like. It's a different energy. Right. Like completely so you can different still energy. you can still celebrate it. It's just going to be in a different energy, right? So surely it's done like a a cuspy thing before, right? Okay, so I don't. Rem- I mean, like it's been happening in the past couple full moons. Mm-hmm. So again, if you're an astrologer, please contact us. Um, but you probably have a better idea of how this works or why it's happening this way. But I feel like this year alone, just with how the full moons mm-hmm. and, like, the new moons have been, like, the new moons are always at the beginning of the month, which I really fucking love. Yeah. But then, like, the full moons have been so, like, it's just so strange to me that it's literally a full moon and then the same day it's changing into a different sign. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember it being like that last year. But again, I wasn't really paying attention to the astrology of things, but... I was listening to a lot of podcasts and, yeah. like, listening to a lot of other people and they, talking about and it. And if you never heard them talk about it, then it wouldn't have, like, this is surprising. It's not really right. something but I also that don't, was on your radar. I also don't feel like anybody's talking about it now, so maybe it's not that big of a deal. It may not be. But it just seems kind of strange to me. Yeah. Because of the different energies. Yeah. The energy shifts. Yeah. And it's almost like, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could technically celebrate. Because, I mean, Libra is all about the balance. And, you know, Scorpio is all of, it's a very, um, I mean, it's, it rules the death card. Yeah. And so and that's very. that emotion. Yes. Diving deep. So it's just very different energy, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So. Well, if you wanted to think about it like that, you could think about um, Libra is the temperance card. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or Libra as the temperance card, balancing out mm-hmm. alchemy. Yeah. Well, it's justice. justice yes, is it is. But, yeah. like, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking of, not saying, like, li- to me, Libra right now. Oh, I could, see. Okay. Uh, could relate to the the temperance card, um, the alchemy, mm-hmm. the, the balance of things, the balance of nature. Yeah. And then, um, and Scorpio... Um, as a death card, uh, when you balance nature out, things have to die in order to live. That's true. And so you could think about it like that. That is a very mm-hmm. interesting way to think about mm-hmm. it. Look at me being introspective. Look at you. I can do things like that sometimes. Uh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. <sighs> it's just very interesting to think about. Um, and I think it's funny that it's one fifty five p.m. for the full moon, and then seven twenty two is when it shifts. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about numbers. Okay. Oh wait, are you are you are you? Still... Oh, I still have Sunday. Okay, sorry. Sunday the seventeenth. Um. Wait, I thought that there was something else going on that day. Did I not write it down? 
Oh, I, that was from Thursday. Just kidding. Sunday the 17th, Mercury and Taurus sextiles Venus and Pisces. And Mercury and Taurus conjuncts Uranus and Taurus. So lots of Taurus energy that day. Yeah. Which my, I have a moon in, I have a moon in Taurus. Taurus, moon, same thing. But, um, so I wonder if that'll affect me differently or just perfectly fine. <laughs> you could just be perfectly at home in it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I also remember the other day when my sister came up, she came up last weekend or she came up last Friday and we were talking about like her signs or whatever. And I always, and I always forget this, but I'm a Virgo sun with a Taurus moon. She's a Taurus sun with a Virgo moon. Yeah. And she's a Leo rising. Yeah. And I'm a Gemini rising. But, um, I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like, it's cool. Do you and your sisters have like, so similar things like that? I'm, uh, 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 somewhat, um, me and Rachel do, I can't remember what Evelyn is besides a Libra sun, but, um, I'm Pisces sun, Sag moon, Gemini rising. Mm-hmm. Rachel is Gemini, right? Gemini sun, Pisces moon, uh, cancer rising. Oh, interesting. So she has a lot of, wow. She has a lot of watery to go with that Gemini girl. Yes, she does. She's a moody girl. Do you, do you think that she is more of her rising or more of her sun? Ooh. So, okay. I actually think that she's a pretty good balance of it because um, she's very curious. But she's not like, you know, you think about Gemini's sometimes as extroverted, mm-hmm. um, multifaceted, or two-faced. And um, she's not like that. Mm-hmm. She's not, she's not two-faced. She is multifaceted. Yeah. She's, she's pretty straightforward. You're going to know where you stand with Rachel. Um, and, uh, but she is like, she's, she has a harder outer shell, mm-hmm. but that girl is a softy. Mm-hmm. Can I just tell you, Rachel won't mind me telling this story. I don't think, but, um, <laughs> when we, when we were teenagers, I think, I think I was 15. Um, Rachel was a very broody teenager and like super hard outer shell and, um, like a cancer would be. And, uh, mom took us to see Monsters, Inc. Oh, that girl. We went to the grocery store afterwards and that girl cried up and down every aisle. She boot, she fuck it. I've never seen her cry so much. Aww. Her little softy heart <laughs> really showed. Really, really showed. I love that. Um, but, Movies uh, make you cry all the time. Oh my gosh. She was just a little... I remember coming home from like getting dinner uh, with mom or something one time. And I was still a teenager. And seeing... <laughs> Seeing um, Rachel watching America's Funniest Home Videos, and but she was crying. Why oh was my she god, crying? I remember this. Oh, Rachel, um, and she was crying because uh, it was this really sweet video of uh, these. I can't remember what it was like. These two brothers got into a fight. It was really funny, but then they made up, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was I don't know somehow it was funny. But it was really sweet. Yeah. And uh, I just remember her, like, coming in and seeing just, like, tears streaming down her Aww. face. And we were like, are you okay? She's like, it's just really, just, just leave me alone. 
<laughs> just really sweet. <laughs> My sister is very like grounded. Like she's very like I don't know. She's very much a Taurus in her fixedness, and she's very much like I see her Virgo moon a lot in her too. Mm-hmm. Like she's very like. I don't know. I need to like re like, I know what it means to have a Virgo sun, but, um, a Virgo moon's a little different, but, and her Leo rising is definitely like, she loves to have her hair like done, mm-hmm. makeup done. She always like, looks like, wants to look cute, which is like the old me, the, <laughs> the younger version of me. Yeah. I, I don't have any Leo in my chart, but. Oh, she, yeah, she's a Leo rising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's going to want all those things. Yeah. She's going to. And being a Taurus, yeah. she's going to find comfort. joy in the yeah. comforts and mm-hmm. the finer things in life. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. But, um, and I just wanted to, with the numbers, um, I just wanted to add, uh, I was re-listening. Sometimes I like to re-listen to episodes. And, I do that, too. Um, actually, all the time I like to. Mm-hmm. And, um... And I was going back listening to last week's episode and just, you know, like, God, hearing the sadness in my voice, like, oh, I feel like so different from even last week and, um, or two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, that definitely brought a lot of emotion up. But then we were talking about, we're still kind of on the subject of me coming out. Um, but... I can't remember quite what we were saying, but I looked down at my clock and it said 444. Of course it did. And as soon as I saw 444, my odometer went to something, something, 999. That's so crazy. And I was like, holy shit. And so I had to remember, I was like, well, you're driving. You're not going to look it up right now. But uh, when you get home, look up nine, specifically 999. And then uh, refresh your knowledge about four. And um, nine is the death. Something is ending. Completion, yeah. Completion. Something is ending. You have completed a cycle. And so now it's time to bring in new energy. And I was just like, wow, how validating. Yeah. And I just... I was absolutely in love with that. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. The other day, I think it was like last Saturday or whatever, I was sitting with spirit, like literally sitting with spirit. And it was before Alex was going to get there. So I was like, and my sister and her friend had been there the night before. And so I was like transitioning between people and trying to have Mm -hmm. some me time before like, you know, Alex came up or whatever. And so I pulled some cards. I'm sitting there like, because, you know, I journal what I receive from spirit and um, I got a text message about the Florence and the Machine tickets yeah. at 2.33 on April 2nd. And the text message was from 777666. And I sent it to Kat and I was like, look at this. It's about Florence and the Machine. <laughs> but I love that. Like, I just, and yesterday I was listening to the song called Overgrown by Machine Heart. And I looked down and I looked at my phone and it was 4.44 and it was four minutes and 44 seconds in. Oh my God. Yeah. 
I was like, okay, spirit. Okay, spirit. I hear you. And, like, that was the thing, too, is, like, when I'm with someone, if I'm spending a lot of time with someone, especially if it's someone I don't see a lot, mm-hmm. um, not that my focus is completely on them because, like, I want them to have their own space and, like, I like to have my mm-hmm. own space, too. But, like, I also like to make sure, look, it's one eleven. Look at that. One minute and 11 seconds. Or, no, one hour and 11 minutes in. <laughs> um... But I like to, you know, uh, direct my attention to whoever's visiting me or if I'm visiting someone else. Like, I'm very present in the moment with them. And so I kind of, not that I feel disconnected or anything like that, but I haven't been doing my normal ritual stuff like I do every single morning. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I light all, I've been lighting all my candles and, like, you know, I'll pull a card or something like that. But, like, it hasn't been as in-depth. So... It's nice to see all of the synchronicities and all yeah. of the numbers and all of the, just everything just to remind me, like, even when I'm not quote unquote practicing, like I normally quote unquote do, it's nice that spirit's like, we're still here, bitch. Like, we're still here. You don't have to like, then that's the beautiful thing about it too, is it's really wonderful to have like a devotional practice. But at the same time, like, they don't just leave you just because you have life going on. Like, yeah. you're allowed and, to have your physical life. And, and to them, our time d- does not hold boundaries for them. Right. And so, they're, a day is nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, it's not like they're like, well, you haven't done this today. So, we're going right. to not pay attention to you. Yeah, we're not going to be there for you today because you didn't light your candles and you didn't say yeah. your prayers. They don't and... give a fuck about that. Like, yeah. it's more for us than it is for them. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a nice shift for you saying that, especially for me, because I think a lot of the time, I don't know if it's my Virgoness or what it is, because, like, I get. And that's another thing that, like, Phil Good talks about a lot, too, is he's like, you got to stop getting out of the routine of things and just living your life. Yeah. Because yeah. the routine is actually what holds you back. Uh-huh. And so, like, now, like, I've been hearing him talking about that for, like, months, but now it's, like, hitting me. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I love my routine, but I actually probably need to get out of it and just mm-hmm. be in the moment more and, like, just know that just because I don't fucking do this today doesn't mean that I'm less connected than I was the day before. Because you're still so connected. Oh, I know. You know, each day, you know, uh, we're more connected than they were the day, than we were the day before. Exactly. And even if it may not always feel like it, Mm -hmm. we, we can always tap into it and we, and we are always connected. That's exactly what spirit said to me or like even just about connection. Mm -hmm. Like, and they told me this all the time. It's not even just like, even we're growing even when it doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. We are connected even when it doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. We are protected, you know, even when it doesn't feel like it. Like, we are all of these things because we have established these relationships with our higher self, mm-hmm. with the universe, with our guides, with our angels, whatever you call upon, whatever resonates for you. Like, you have created this relationship and just because you're not doing what you think you need to be doing... Like, that's your brain saying that you have to be constantly be doing these things. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is, is like what you're doing today is perfectly fine. And you're still doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Like, you can't like 
live every single day. Like, this is a message for me, too. This isn't even a message for y'all, like, at this point. But, like, I can't keep doing every single day the way that I've always been doing it because, yes, I'm growing, but I can't just, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking myself in circles at this point, but. Well, where does it leave room for more growth or, like, a different aspect of something to come in and right. and help you grow if you're doing the same thing every day? Right. Well, then it just creates, like, a constant. Is that came home? Holy fuck. Did it scare you? Kinda. Yeah, we keep, we have, the door is squeaky, but we keep it squeaky so we can hear if somebody tries to come in. Mildly terrifying. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought it was that door opening. I was like, oh, <laughs> child? Is it a child? Is it a child? Is it, is it Haley? Is it a She's Haley? like, I want to be on the podcast. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the things in my house have scared you a couple of times. Like um, um, the light uh, that's connected to Amazon has got a timer on it. Yeah. And when we were talking, we, when we were talking <clears throat> about spirit, I think it was like the first the first couple of times you came over yeah and like and it came on as you said something about spirit and you're like what <laughs> <laughs> so no, don't worry it's on the timer <laughs> what else has scared me <laughs> um probably the air conditioner yes the ac or there was you. isn't there something that like yeah no or it sounds like somebody's like walking or like opening the door or something right no I is that remember. what the air conditioner sounds like Yes, the air conditioner does sound like it's uh, opening a door. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it either. <laughs> I don't like it. Because it's so like the, the vent is in front of Haley's door, so it makes yes. me think that Haley Her like, door is opening. I hear it, yeah, but yeah. it's not opening. It's just a sound. <laughs> there it is again. There it is again. <laughs> I'm just used to it, so it doesn't bother me. But yeah, that would scare me if I. Well, it sounds like it. a sound that they would use in like a haunted house, almost. <laughs> it just makes me want to start like listening to Thriller. Man, I got <laughs> kind of perturbed with Zach the other day, um, and Haley because hey little my little ADHD girl she's just like me she's gonna get distracted and so I'm like okay Haley I had to go to the bathroom I can't sit there and just watch over her the whole time right and um and tell her what to do and uh and so I'm like okay Haley remember like I'm gonna be in the bathroom uh getting finished and getting ready and uh like once you're done eating your yogurt you have to put your shoes on do not get yourself distracted don't go play. Don't go. She is distracted real quick. She is distracted. She is literally squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel. Um, but then uh, I come out of the bathroom like five minutes later. It's about time to go. And are her shoes on? No. She's barefoot. And Zach is showing her videos of Michael Jackson moonwalking. And I was like. <laughs> Thank you for the support. The opposite of what I wanted <laughs> anybody to do right now. I mean, I wasn't angry. I was just like, come on. Let's please go. I want to go. I want to go. I'm guessing you're taking her to school. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I think it was a Monday too. So I was just like, I have to come home and finish getting ready too. Yeah. 
So, like, I'm not a time crunch because... Right. What time do you drop her off? I like to leave the house between 7.05 and 7.10. Mm. And have her there. Mm-hmm. We live pretty close to school, so... Yeah. Have her there at, like, 7.15. What time does she start school? 7.30. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so early. It is so early. She does get out a, like little, a little early. Yeah. She gets out at, like, 2.30. Um, but, yeah, that's really early. That's very, very early. What's in the... What's in the fireplace? Oh, it's a towel because, um, the... The... What is it? The... Shoot the flute, the I think it's a flute, uh, maybe whatever. A shoot flute, the thing from the, the thing. chimney, yeah. Um, is it open? I mean, it's closed, it's been closed, but when it rains really hard, uh, water can get through, and so we've just kept a towel there to it, it needs to be thrown away. I looked over and it looked like a big chunk of like granite to me. Oh, it does, and I was like, why is there granite in your thing? <laughs> It does look like a big thing of granite or like limestone or it something. It reminds me of Lord of the Rings when they put... You've seen Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. right? Oh, fuck yeah. Um, when they're hiding or they fall down the mountain and they like <gasps> yeah, put the, the thing put their in their the, and it looks like a rock. It. It yeah. was like, oh my God, how lucky did That's they get? So cool. Yeah. I was listening to Led Zeppelin earlier and I was like, <laughs> this kind of relates. I love Led Zeppelin. I fucking love Led Zeppelin. I know I, you just said that, but I said it too. I, I made Robert when I worked at Tivana. Robert Plant came into Tivana. Really? And I'm. Uh, they don't live in Nashville, do, does he? Um, he does a lot of business in Nashville. If he doesn't live here, that's so. Because that was when him and Allison Krauss were doing the albums together, which I loved. I haven't listened to that yet. Oh, Angela, you have to. It's you so funny to. because last night at the show. One of the guys, like, the Blackstone Cherry brought out um, a guy that looked so much like Robert Plant. It wasn't him. Oh. But it was, like, some other guitarist or whatever, mm-hmm. and he played really guitar. But he was, like, huge, and he had, like, really long hair. But. Nice. Yeah, funny. I thought that, like, he's so tall. So tall in person. I was just like, oh, my God. You're, like, Robert Plant. God just walked into the, not literally, but I was just like. A God. A God. <laughs> music god a god here's your tea (laughs) you were gigantic and i'm gonna try not to fangirl right now (laughs) i just love led zeppelin yeah i do too when they talk oh um what song is it where he talks about in the darkest steps of water i found a love (laughs) what does he say so fair but Gollum. And the evil wall <laughs> crept up and slept away with her. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Ramble On. Ramble On, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I love when people talk about nerdy things in their songs. <laughs> if I had a band. That was the OG nerdiness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though. If I had a band, I, all I would talk about is... Star Wars and Harry <laughs> Potter and Game of Thrones and Euphoria. <laughs> Euphoria. <laughs> oh my god. And funny. from about Blood and Ash. And that's about it. That's all my I would, things. 
Well, when we, when Zach and I were in um, our band, it, our name was 12 Winters. Yeah, what did you guys sing about? And I'm, oh my God. Well, Zach is a really good songwriter. He's an author. He writes books for a living. Right. Um, and uh, he, well, the name 12 Winters comes from Beowulf. Oh, okay. And he always loved, he always thought that that was really cool. And so he said, if I ever have a band, I want to name, I want to be named 12 Winters. And so we went along with that. But we would, um, he would, he would get like, we weren't a Christian band by any means, but like one of my favorite songs was, um, uh, like a story that he, uh, gleaned from Revelations. Oh. It was like really dark and kind of terrifying. Okay. And, um. I'm like, that okay. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> uh, uh, there was a song called Ghost of Evelyn Gray and it was, um, about a woman who haunts her love and. Yeah, I'm gonna um, have to find the music. Yeah, and, yeah. We talked about this on the last episode. We did, and I was like, I'm gonna send it to you, and I, I want to hear that. it. Okay, or even just see the lyrics. Yeah, I'll let you listen to it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna air it because I don't like the way I sound. <laughs> Why? I don't like the way I sound. The music, the instrumentals are fucking great. Well, you could do that. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll do that. Maybe I'll give a little sneak peek of what. Because it's your music. Yeah. You wouldn't get fined for it. <laughs> Zach would be like, please. <laughs> Take no. it off. But anyway. Yeah. Was there something else that you wanted to talk about? No. We can say that for another time. Okay. Yeah. All right. It can be for another Sounds episode. Sounds good. Yeah. But. All right. Oh, itchy. So if you want to come see us. Live. Oh my god, it's an alive and event. Alive and event. <laughs> Why did I say that so weird? Come see us at Moon Draped. We'll yeah. be there from two to eight in Dixon. Um yeah. and bring lots of money because there's gonna be awesome things. Oh my god, please. And uh and yeah, so next week also, the sixteenth, is the last day to if we have any spots left to see if we have any spots left yeah because if we have six then we have six if we have four then we have four yeah um and uh because we need to start getting the the payments going yeah um and yeah so if you're interested email us at the southern witches pod at gmail.com and uh you can get all of the other socials and nonsense i do miss saying good soup though well, let's fucking say it. So you can find us on Facebook at the Southern Witches Podcast Coven. And our password is... Good, Good Soup. Um, and uh, we've got a, gotten a couple of new people uh, join. Yeah. And... Um, uh, oh... <laughs> JP that did our art yeah. follows us now. He's like, I didn't even realize you guys aired already. I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we've got like 26 episodes under our belt. Yeah. Not to brag, but. <laughs> like um, half a year. Gosh, where have you been? Where have you been? And he, he said that he would start listening. And he got to the episode where we had a really hard time uh, pronouncing his last oh, name. Oh, no. And he was just laughing his ass off. <laughs> I mean, if we're not anything, we're definitely ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculously charming. Ridiculously charming. That's an adjective. Ridiculously ridiculous. 
my god. But, but yeah, all of our socials are on the show notes. That guy, yeah. So just hit us up. Hit us up. Come see us live. That sounds so funny to say. I know. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I know. I hope we get to meet some of you. Yeah. Anyway, we love you guys. We love you so much. And take care of each other. And take care of yourselves. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I can't help myself. I can't help myself. (gasps) 